I do believe I just got a brand new opening. I know I did. Can I use that? Only if you give me royalties. Can I use, you got it. You got it. Welcome to it. This is the People Chronicles, and this is What's the Story on the People Chronicles. I am the host, Joe Painter, and our very special guest this afternoon is Eric Koala. Hello. I've never, I've never been treated to such an entrance as that one, and I loved it. Well, thank you. What else can I say? That actually, I was just playing a little bit of our current release uh, with the Uptown band called Close to You. It's a Maxi Priest song that we covered, and I was just playing a couple things in it and then just improvising around the melody and, you know, having fun with it. Now that I'm listening to it, it makes sense to me, and I've I've been enjoying this. Heart, soul, mind, and body. It is the heart, soul, body, and mind. Hot, soul. You could say hot. (laughs) Hot's good. Heart, soul. No, just kidding. <laughs> yes, it is heart, soul, mind, and body. Heart, soul, body, and mind. It's a song. It says. Oh, well, it's I, a typo. Hey, if it's if it says, <laughs> it must be right. It's uh, it's a song Jennifer wrote called "Heart, Soul, Body, and Mind," and that's the title track of the CD. It is. That's why it is. Yep. And this is it has been nominated in several oh. categories. For um, for great, it's 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 listed. on the voting. Yep, yep, it hasn't been nominated. The only the, the way that you get nominated is very, um, you know, very difficult. You have to get to get on the final ballot for the Grammys is very hard. We are on the initial, yeah, we are on the initial ballot with um, you know big artists, small artists, and and it's it's really a nice thing for us just to be listed when you see some of the names on there. That and means then you a see, lot. It does, you know, and just to see it, um, we just released a CD in May of this year. We've done a couple of radio releases that have charted on smooth jazz charts and have done well and uh it's just neat to see your name up there with some of these guys like al Jarreau and yeah. you know mindy a bear and uh just different names that you never thought that you'd be up there with eric it's neat for me well, and i you. remember meeting you i don't remember how many years ago yeah it was but you were i believe you were going to do your first appearance um at jazz fest yep. and you were with gerald beasley Yep. And you played on the radio show, and I interviewed yeah, you. Yeah, that was... You've come a long way. Well, thank you. And I, I remember that. That John Ernesto, I remember. Thank you, John, for all you've done yeah. for us. But I remember he uh, said that day, Eric, we need somebody else to, you know, for a meet and greet over at the store over... Uh, Is that how Broadcast that works? Square. And back then, you know, I mean, uh, we've had radio success and so forth, but I always consider what we do. We're, we're a local act with a regional national presence now. And back then, I was like, if he's asking us to do this, it was Jennifer Kinder, our female vocalist and myself, going over there with Brian Bromberg and Gerald yes. Beasley. Yes. And it was sort of cool meeting people. And, and back then, I guess they didn't really know who we are, but it's nice now that they know who we are. You know, the people, a lot of the people do, too, from being able to perform at the Berks Jazz Fest and with the radio success we've had. Can we go back there? When, oh. when John called you up and he said, I need somebody else for a meet and greet. And you said, yeah, we're in. We'll go do that. Yeah. Did you envision where you are now? And I'm going to say if that was eight, ten years, maybe. Yeah, you know, it's that's got to be eight, ten years ago. You always... You, you know, in this business, it's weird. I mean, do I envision? I don't know where I'm going to be five years from now. I know when I was 19, I was playing with Bobby Mercer, and he had asked me, and I was in college doing all that. And I never at that point, I was going to get my accounting degree at Chippensburg University. I never thought. I read that about you. Yeah. You're an accountant. Well, no, he's not. By yes, trade, <laughs> you know, and, and I did that for a couple of years in King of Prussia for a company down there. And, you know, I didn't really enjoy it, but I always performed at that 
point while I had my day job and I was killing myself. I was driving down there, you know, doing that. And um, I decided. Playing at night. Yep, playing at night. About 150 shows Bobby a year. Bobby Mercer Roadshow. With Bobby Mercer. Wow. And then I was playing with a, a local band called Burning House. And they gave me my first shot at fronting a band. And uh, it was hard. I was getting sick a lot because I wasn't getting a lot of sleep and so forth. And finally got to the point that I had to quit. Pick one or the other. Pick one or the other. And it was real Thank hard. Thank goodness you quit being an accountant. Thank well, you for that. I might have made a great accountant. I'm sure know. you would have. I don't but know. But thank you because this... <laughs> I don't know. But this this became my love after, you know, it always was my love. I always loved playing Is this your music. first saxophone? No, it's not. That one's not. No. Tell me the story of this one. This one I actually got on Craigslist. No way. <laughs> in Indianapolis. <laughs> I, I thought it was for my great-great-grandfather. Well, Craigslist. My, my parents, Betty and Rick, have always been so supportive of my career. In fact, you can still find them at every live show that we do. They'll be there. And when I was 18, I was graduating high school over at Governor Mifflin, and I was under the tutelage there. Good word. Tutelage of it Mr. Good word. Paul Cassano, Catherine Fellman, and Skip Norcott, and some of them have passed yeah, away. Yeah. Paul and Skip have passed away. Um, but to make a long story short, music came easy over there, and I was involved in all the programs, and my parents decided— now Wait a minute. So you started in the marching band? Yep. In ninth grade, I played. In ninth grade, I played in marching band. I always sang in the chorus. Yep. Were you, were you taking lessons prior to that? I I actually started to get in the marching band not until ninth grade because my sister was in band front, Julie, uh-huh. and that's why I decided to do it. And all my friends were in it. I thought, you know what, this should be pretty neat. So I decided to do that. And within a year, I was in the jazz ensemble over there, and it just seemed to come easy to me. You know, some people. It's a God-given talent, I guess and it you is. honed yeah. it. Yeah, I guess it is. You know, music can come easy to some people. And throughout high school, I did all the counties, districts, and all that stuff. And my parents, to get back to the sax, they bought me a Yamaha YBS-62 from Zeswitz that was sitting in their showroom for like five years. And that was my graduation gift. And I knew that one day I'd want to have a Yamaha uh, Alto. And I bought the exact same thing. And I got it on Craigslist in Indianapolis. And I got a great deal on it. And had our sax repairman of the stars here in Reading, Nick Giovanelli, fix it up. And uh, that's what I play. That's my beater horn. And, you know. It's your beater horn. It is. It's a professional horn, but I love Yamaha. I have a Selmer Mark 6 tenor, which is the creme de la creme of horns. I also have a Selmer Mark 6 alto that I just don't play very often, you know. Um, that, is that more of a showpiece? It's a showpiece. It's, like, it's so perfect. You take it down and tenderly play that one. Yeah. And if it's a special show, like um, when I got a call to play with Marie Osmond, I played it for that or different shows. But Maria if it's a special, Osmond. Wait a minute. Yeah. Let's go back to that. You got a call to play with Marie Awesome. Yeah, it was neat. You know, a lot of these stars, what they do is they'll come around to town and, and they'll carry a keyboard player, a bass player, and a drummer. And then they want, if they have a big band, they'll hire horn players. And you just go in and you read charts. Um, and I do it sometimes with the Did Skyliners. Did you have to audition? Or, no. Um, Which meant your reputation preceded you. It did. This was in Shippensburg, and one of my buddies out there, Blaine Shover, who runs, or he was the choral director there for 40 years, um, he said, I need a horn section for this show, because he was involved in booking a lot at the Lure Center um, wow. at Shippensburg University. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was cool. It was really neat. It was three days after she was on Dancing with the Stars, and she was beat. You know, you could tell she was tired, but that's what this business is. You know, you just keep keep yourself going. It doesn't matter on what macro or micro level you have to keep you know keep it going because you never know when that last show is going to be that last show which brings like kind of a different meaning to as you're saying here it it came easy to me yeah and so it came easy to you 
But it was a lot of work. It and is. you're very dedicated. I'm very dedicated. You know, I live, breathe, and sleep music. That's that's what I do, and sometimes to a fault. Um, you know, sometimes uh, personal-wise, I probably, personal relationship-wise, I could be a better person, you know, as far as that. But I love music. It's just what I love to do. I love being in front of people. I love performing. And uh, it's just always, for the last 15 years, what I've wanted to do with my life. And it's very, I'm very fortunate to be able to do that. When did that click with you? As far in as high school? that I wanted to do with the yeah. rest of my life? Not yeah. until, uh, not until I was working every day, driving to King of Prussia. And I said, do I want to do this for the next 40 years, 50 years? Oh, that's when true. it clicked. Because everybody tells you, you know, some, oh, you'll never be able to make it as a full-time musician. You'll never be able to do that. And I wanted to prove them wrong. You know, and I and that's the key. If you can do what you want for a living on any level, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a star, if you're not a star. I mean, a lot of stars, I know they're stars, but how many of them really knew they were going to get to that level? And sure, I'm sure they love certain elements of it, but I'm sure the paparazzi and all that, they don't like those elements. So being able to do it on this level, I can walk out in the street and not have to worry about, you know, being mobbed. I don't know. Oh, well, come on. Right, being mobbed, but people know you, Eric. In this town. Yes, yeah. they and know in, you. In that's Pennsylvania. It. There's got to be a certain amount. Of, hey, that's Eric Koala. Oh, yeah. That's, that's Eric Koala. Yeah, that's very kind. It no, does. No, it does they happen. say that about Joe Painter. That's why. No, were, no, 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 no. You were on radio for years. That's why they know. You know, but the same thing. It's neat. It, you know what really touches me is I teach private lessons as well. And this week I just found out that four of my five students made county band. And that's what touches me when you can give back to your, the kids that you teach and, and, you know, they're getting something out of what you're so giving them. So when you're them. teaching those kids, yeah, what are you telling them in terms of the work that it takes to get to Eric Koala and well, the Uptown Band? The surprising thing is, and I, I really need to practice more myself. I know you may not want to hear that. Really? But it's true. Um, and I, I tell my students, it. yeah, I mean, I tell my students, I say, you got to try and fit this in. That's the most important part. Now, some, some people are so devoted, they'll practice eight, ten hours a day. Wow. I never could be that devoted because life gets in the way. That's what I tell these kids. And so many of my kids, um, you know, academically, they are at the top of their you know, at the top of their mm-hmm. grades, mm-hmm. Um, they're involved in everything, whether it be the fall play shows, you know, marching band. So how do you divide your time? That's it. So what I try and tell them is just do what you have to do and goals. You know, this is what your lesson is for this week. Make sure you come here next week and make sure that it's prepared. And if we keep doing this and you keep stacking them, I think that's anything in life. So you you're know? breaking it down one Break step down. at a time. Yep. One step at a time. Take those goals and, you know, become successful. When I first started doing music full time, it was very hard in the beginning. But as you keep doing it, I evolved. I've What was hard about it? What was the hardest thing? Uh, paying my bills. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> You know, when you when you first make that step, and I was smart enough to have some money saved up. Did you ever but, want to just go put open the case and oh. be in a corner and play? Well, sure, and I've 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 done that before. You know, that's a cool feeling. I used to on Christmas Eves, I used to go into my barber shop and play, Did you? just because it was neat, and he would have stuff there, and I'd go in and just surprise him and play Christmas carols. And to me, oh. I get more out of that sometimes than than the biggest paying jobs. You know, just being able to give back in that way is important it sounds like you've made a connection very much yeah. with people do you do that as well i mean how important is making that connection huge. with your audience when you're on stage huge you know and and what i learned as a side man that you and i learned a lot of this off of bobby mercer when i was with the road show 
you have to break down that barrier between the audience and the band. You know, there's always going to be barrier? this. What is it? Well, it's this thing that, you know, some musicians um, sometimes think that they're everything and they're it mm-hmm. and this is them and you come to see them and you spend a hundred dollars. We did. But that's true. But, but, but it's one thing to think that, but it's one thing not to, to you know, to be, you gotta, to me, you have to break down that barrier and, and want to, um, show these people why you do what you do, not just being up there and playing and being the best you could be, but why you're doing it and why they're there and trying to make them feel personalized, like they're part of the show. You know, you make it about the audience instead of about yep. you. And I've, I've experienced that because yep. you're sitting there and it's like, wow, like when you walked in today and you're playing that, that was, I feel like that was for me. Well, you know, you know that's, it's just that music touches you. Well, the thing is, the way I look at it, and a lot of musicians, you know, a lot look like this too, but the way I look at it is do it for the audience first, and then you can do anything you want, because if you can connect with them, they're going to be, they're going to support you through and through. And that's important, whether it be original music, such as our CD on iTunes, you know, getting yeah. it there, or whether it's, you know, at a live show. Just make them happy. You you certainly have done that, and I, you, you have to know that locally, or regionally, here in, in the... Uh, Reading Burke's area and the broader Philadelphia area, yeah. because you are very well known, and it, and it's like the Uptown Band's coming. You're mm-hmm. you're one of us. Well, you're one of us. And I it's always like, look, and he's right there. You know, so that's a connection and a strong one. Well, you know, I had a chance when I was 23. Um, I was in talks to go with Wayne Newton out in Las Vegas, and at that time, I didn't do it. Wow. Why not? Well, because my family was here, and my grandparents were getting older, and I'm very tight knit mm-hmm. to my family. And now all of my grandparents are gone, and uh, it's just one of those things that I like living here. I can go to New York. I can go to Philly. You know, if I yeah. want to jump in the car and go to Orlando, Florida, I can do it. That's what's so cool about so you have this roots business. and wings. Yeah, I mean, I love going to other places and just you know. When I was in Orlando a couple years ago, um, just sitting in at a jam session down there, just really neat, you know. And again, it's to me, it's one thing to get paid for what you do, but those situations where you can go in, uh, like at the Burks Jazz Fest for the last couple of years, Gerald Feasley yeah. um, has been very supportive, and with our radio success with the band and so forth, he's let me sit in on his midnight jam sessions at the Jazz Base. And I mean that is so cool, just sitting in with Gerald and, and yeah. Mindy A. Bear and that whole stage of just yeah, Nick Coleone, these different guys that come in, Brian Bromberg, and here are the guys I'm watching on stage, and now I'm playing with them. You know, Gerald Albright. That's the it's, kind of thing I'm I'm wondering. Like, did you did you think eight ten years ago that no. you would actually be on stage with those who who no. might be your musical heroes and and no. you're on a level playing field. Well, you know, I never expected that, and I have to give props to Mr. Benny Sims, who's our producer, a great bass player, and Cliff Starkey, a uh, fabulous piano player, who are local to this area, but mm-hmm. travel the world. You know, they've traveled with the Three Degrees in, in Japan. In fact, Benny gets back from Japan yeah. today. I know. Um, it, and without those guys, that's when I really started to get a confidence in my playing. Because I think that's a lot of it. It's a lot about having that confidence when you play that, you know, you're going to go out there and you're going to be able to do this. And... Benny's the producer of this one. Yep. And he plays on there as well. He's playing bass on a lot of songs. He's playing keyboard. And and a lot of this CD is made up of original work. Yep. Yep. It's only When did you couple. evolve to that? Well, you know, it's one of those things. We did cover music in the beginning. We formed with Jennifer, mm-hmm. our female vocalist. We formed the band in our basement, literally. And we've had some changes through the years. Our original bass player is still with us, Lamont Bates. But uh, we have some other players that are that are great now. Uh, Forrest Brown on guitar, Dave Fenwick on piano, mm-hmm. Mike Humbert on drums. And I don't want to forget anybody, and I know I just did. 
Oh, it's and a big band. The Mike Uptown Burton band. on trumpet, <laughs> who, on a side note, is actually on Michael Jackson's latest posthumous release. Really? Yes. Yeah, that's really cool. So, so there's a network of musicians, yeah. and, and so you have your core group, but you yep. get you get called yep. and pulled in different places. Yep. So it's it's almost like a, a whole separate brotherhood. Of it musician is musician family. It is, and you know, if anybody ever needs. Uh, sax filling or whatever if i'm available Eric's i'd available. love to do it you know i love playing with other bands in fact it, it just it, it gets away from the norm anytime that you can in this business anytime you can put yourself in a situation that you haven't been in before that's a good thing you do that and you do multiple businesses because you're yep. not just the man up on the stage you're the manager Correct. of the yep. uptown band and not just of the uptown band you manage for other groups and acts yep. as well i'm not exactly a manager the only managed group that i manage is my band i'm okay. also an entertainment agent a couple years right. ago i bought an agency called angeli productions which booked a lot of acts at fairs festivals and this was off of a gentleman that booked us by the name of terry gaiman and he had a really good band back in the day called shucks and um, i remember that name yeah that's Terry. Yeah. That's Terry's band, and he's he's a little older now. I won't say his age, but he wanted to retire from that. And he said to me about eight years ago, he said, "I'm going to sell you my agency someday," because he liked how I ran my band and business, and I didn't believe him. And then about two years ago, it went down. And uh, it's just neat to book national acts. You know, this year I had the chance to book Molly Ringwald and Livingston Taylor and Jamie Lynn Spears, who's Britney's sister. Wow. Um, Josh Thompson, who's an up and coming country star. Um, Diamond Rio I booked uh, earlier this year in August at different fairs Mm -hmm. and it's just neat to see the whole thing through you know and to me it doesn't matter if it's a national act or a regional or a local act if you can see the whole thing through I really get just as much out of that in a lot of uh, situations as I do performing and the message I'm hearing there is is you you have not hung your hat in just one place no you've you've become diversified and and very good at all of them honing those skills to learn the craft or the art i've i invest in stocks too and the number one thing (laughs) the accountant (laughs) well it's my business degree the number one thing they tell you to do is diversify diversify and i don't think that just applies to obviously investing in the stock market and applies to your applies to your life you know if you do that you can be successful because if if you know if the music thing's not going real great for me in Mm -hmm. january which it usually isn't I mean we have shows but it's not it's not like it is in June or July I have the agency or I have my 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 students that I teach and if I do a tax return <laughs> here and there but that keeps bread on the table <laughs> that's right good advice that's right good advice. Yeah, there's more from Eric Koala and it is heart soul body and mind and it is the new CD release lots of original pieces some cover pieces and you heard just a smidge of that was just close a smidge close to you I just wanna be close to you come on snap it Joe one, two, and four. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Should we go back to that timing thing? And I didn't. Anyway, ah. We'll be back with more with Eric Koala here on What's the Story on the People Chronicles.